Hey, how's it going? Matt Mikowski here, and I'm going to share with you a little snippet from the book The Magic of Thinking Big by David J. Schwartz. If you haven't got this book, please, at some point, if you don't like reading, get the audio book. Right. So <laughs> that's pretty much it. Like, you know, if you don't want to read or you don't want to spend hours reading, get the audio book, listen to it. If you love to read, um, all you have to do is, you know, you don't even, it's not like you have to read it all in one day. Just read like a chapter a week. Um, and if, whether, or just pick a chapter in the book that appeals to you and read that first. Like, you know, there's no right or wrong way to read a book. <laughs> Unless, of course, it's like an instruction manual and, of course, then, you know, it's probably best to start from the beginning. But with these sorts of books, you know, you can just go to the chapter that sort of stands out to you the most and just be like, you know what, going to read about that. That, I think, appeals to me. So don't worry about doing it in any specific order, you know, and don't worry about how people tell you you should read something. It's really up to you. All right. um, obviously, the other books you wouldn't read like that, probably like, you know, novels. <laughs> It <laughs> might not make sense, uh, but uh, you can give it a go, like, you know, no one's stopping you. Not saying don't do it, just saying it would really make sense. But with these types of books, it does make sense, doesn't matter what chapter you read. Alright, so the chapter that I'm into is called How to Think and Dream Creatively. It is the fifth chapter of the book. And it talks a little bit about how traditional thinking and being in that mindset of traditional thinking can sometimes become your worst enemy. And what it's going to dive into is actually helping people um, with different suggestions of how you can break out of traditional thinking. So let me just share what they've written here. So... Uh, towards the end of this particular page, it says traditional thinking is personal enemy number one for the person who is interested in a creative personal success program. So traditional thinking, it freezes your mind, it blocks your progress and also prevents you from developing creative power. So here are three ways that you can fight it. Right. So number one, become receptive to ideas. All right. So welcome new ideas, you know, destroy these thought repellents, you know, uh, of it won't work, it can't be done, it's useless and it's stupid. You know, instead, do the opposite. Um, ask yourself how it can work. You know, how can this work? How can this be done? How can this be useful? You know, this is a great idea, you know. Give yourself some credit too. I mean, if you do come up with some idea... You know, sure. No, not everyone's going <laughs> to realize sometimes that your idea is great, but just give it a go. Test it out. Right? Don't worry if it fails. Just pick yourself back up and give it another shot. Try it differently. All right? That's where you become receptive to ideas, trying out different things to find out what works for you. Right? It doesn't matter what works for other people. You've got to figure out what works for you. Because right? you are the best you that you could ever possibly have. Right? 
And what your job is, is to make sure that you become the best version of yourself, however that might be. Right. So you've got to find ways that work for you. Right, um, it just has a little snippet here from the author who says a very successful friend of his holds a major position with an insurance company and said to him, I don't pretend to be the smartest guy in the business, but I think I am the best sponge in the insurance industry. I make it a point to soak up all the good ideas I can. Yeah, look, coming up with good ideas doesn't is not about intelligence. You don't have to be a super intelligent person person right um, a lot of what how the world portray smart people are ones that were great at school ones who completed university ones who went on to do all these weird and wonderful jobs right think about this thousands of years ago right <laughs> uh, we didn't have um, in, in a lot of cultures there were no schools there were no universities all right people learnt how to do things by doing um, you know, there's an old quote, uh, that says, you know, an amateur built the ark, professionals built the Titanic, right? Um, and it's pretty much using that as an example to go, you know, there was one guy I had no idea what he was doing and built a boat. And then there's one, and then there was a group of people, engineers and boat builders that built the Titanic, right? And it sunk, Sure enough, there's a lot of other factors that came into that, um, you know, and that's a whole different story. But, you know, could it withstand a, uh, what was it, iceberg in the water? I mean, they weren't prepared for stuff like that, obviously. But anyway, it's just, it's a quote. <laughs> it's just supposed to make a point. You can get into the nitty-gritty details of it all and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I'm sure there will be lots of opinions about it. But anyway, right. But you also think about it too. Um, in the Roman Empire, the people who made the roads, right? Some of those roads still exist to this day, 2,000 years later, right? And you've got to think about it. They weren't trained professional road builders or anything like that. There was a group of people that came together that tried and tested different things until they found something that worked. Right. Ah. Almost. Oh, now I just accidentally took a screenshot. I dropped my phone. <laughs> uh... So, you know, you've got to think about those sorts of scenarios, right? Back in the day, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, uh, things were taught by actually doing. And now, uh, our governments and society claim that you have to do years and years and years and years of research to be able to get into these different fields, right? I mean, to a certain degree, you can sort of understand, but... It goes to show that at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's not about intelligence. That's my point, right? You don't have to be the smartest person. You just have to do things smart, right? Keep your ears open. Find out how, you know, you could hear a good idea and be receptive to a really good idea, but you could have something that could be added on to that idea to make it even better, 
you know, so you gotta you gotta think about things like that. Alright, two uh, be an experimental person, alright? Break up fixed routines, expose yourself to things like new restaurants, new books, new theatres, new friends, take a different route to work someday, take a different vacation this year, alright? Do something new and different this weekend. Why is it good to do something new? Because you're exposing yourself to things that make you uncomfortable. Um, that's one aspect of it. Not you know, uncomfortable in a bad way, but you know, when you're in a place that's unfamiliar, you have to go out of your way to, you know, get to know the place, get to know the area, um, figure out where everything is. It's like when you move from, you know, say one town to a different town, or you know, from a town to a city, or from a city to the country, right? Um, or a different state, or different country. Um, there's all these different things that you have to get to know all over again, uh, you know, and it takes you out of your comfort zone, but it also um, kind of helps clear your mind to a certain degree as well. As an like as an example, I went to a, uh, a business seminar one time for a guy called Jamie McIntyre, um, who's like a multi-million dollar uh, investor and also public speaker. So he turned around one time and he said that he forces himself, I know, <laughs> how dramatic, first world problems, right? Uh, he forces himself to take a vacation, I think he said once a month, for at least a few days to a week. And the reason why he does that though, is because he loves what he does. But he also understands that if he doesn't take a break from it and do something different and get out of the environment that he's in, he won't be able to come up with new ideas for his business or different ways on how he can do things. And he actually stated that the best time he came up with really good ideas was actually when he was away from his work, where he was somewhere different, you know, and... He, Always, when he was on holidays, was the time that he says that he came up with his like best ideas. I think I said that, but anyway. So, being in a different place can also do that for you as well. So, it doesn't matter what you do in your lifetime. You could be in manufacturing, you could be uh, some sort of profession, like, you know, doctor, dentist, whatever it might be. Uh, you could be a furniture maker. You could be a carpet cleaner, Right. Uh, you could be a stay-at-home parent. If you are, you really need to get away at least for a few days to a month, you know, or half a year, because that is very tiring work. Um, you could be in a, like, teaching, right? You could work in disability, whatever it might be, right? Um, even uh, you could work for yourself in some sort of business, e-commerce or, you know, selling on eBay or... Uh, doing podcasts or YouTube videos or whatever it might be. But getting away actually helps you in your creative process. It helps you come up with new ideas, being in a different place, being in a different environment. You know, all this is conducive to a creative, what is it, <laughs> environment? Um, uh, oh, I don't know. I saw it on a movie once. I can't remember the exact thing. I think it was in um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the one with Johnny Depp where he plays Willy Wonka. Anyway, 
So it goes on with the uh, number two, the be an experimental person, is, uh, is mentioned here. If your work is in distribution, develop an interest in production, accounting, finance and other elements of business. This gives you breadth and prepares you for larger responsibilities. So the whole point is if you're in a job, do everything you can to learn all aspects of the job. As an example, I worked in uh, disability support work uh, once upon a time, and I made it my business to not just learn how to do my job properly, but to learn how to do other aspects of the job, like um, that the supervisor had to learn as well. So, you know, different things about uh, what forms were for what. Um, pretty much discussing things with uh, family members, uh, finding out how uh, community access programs worked, uh, um, organising different things for clients and all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of aspects involved in all of that. So, um, you know, that's just something where that's what I did personally. You know, yes, it does help when you have an interest in something, but find something you're interested in, all right? This doesn't necessarily have to be reverted to work. You might have a hobby, right? You want to turn that hobby into a business. Find out about all aspects of that hobby. Don't overdo it, all right? Otherwise, you might not do anything about it, all right? Because you've got two different types of people when it comes to business. Those who talk themselves out of doing it by overloading themselves with information, and if you're that sort of person, that means you need to do the second one, right? Just get out there and give it a go and learn as you go along, right? You don't have to know everything about business to start a business. You just have to start. That's it, right? And every single successful business person will tell you that same advice. Right? So, three, be progressive, not regressive, not, ah, uh, yes, okay. So, you know, don't use things like, that's the way we did it where I used to work, so we ought to do it that way here. Instead, how can we do it better than we did where I used to work? All right, so don't think backwards, think forwards. So, regressive, uh, so not backward regressive thinking, but forward progressive thinking. Um,. Yeah, because you got up at 5.30am to deliver papers on milk the cows when you were a youngster doesn't necessarily mean it's a good idea for you to require your children to do the same. Because right? different things work for different people and as you grow up, uh, you normally are in different environments. I mean, if you're a farmer and your children are going to take over the business one day, then yeah, sure, they need to learn the routine and how things are done, right? Uh, <coughs> and I, I also get as well from a parent's perspective about, you know, teaching your kids responsibility and all that sort of stuff. But there's different ways to do that. It doesn't necessarily have to be the same way that you learn responsibility. You can come up with your own way, your own version. So, yeah, don't get stuck in those thought patterns where you feel like you need to do things a particular way. Alright, so be progressive. Alright, sure, some things could work, 
uh, the same for you know one business to another or whatever it might be one household to another or you know one family member to another whatever situation but at the end of the day you need to think what is the best way that is going to work for this situation right be creative right end up going up to number one where it's become receptive to ideas you know what's a new idea that you can use to implement that you can in number three be progressive move forward okay so anyway in wrapping up this particular thing in not getting stuck um, in oh not getting stuck in the trap of thinking traditionally right so we want to think outside the box we want to be out of the box thinkers right so these three suggestions are going to help us so one become receptive to ideas two be an experimental person and three be progressive right you can do this right all of us can do this so you know Find someone who can keep you accountable um, and uh, listen to the, you know things like this that can help encourage you. Because right? I just want to let you know, you're an amazing person. You can do anything that you want to do. All right? Stop holding yourself back. And you know, if, if you're not holding yourself back and you're looking for some sort of encouragement, whatever else, keep going, keep moving forward, right? Keep going to the next level of your, your life or your business or whatever it might be. It doesn't just have to be about business or, you know, relationships. You know, you've got to start with you first. You can move up the ladder, so to speak, and just keep moving forward, you know? One uh, one of the best things that I ever heard was that, uh, and this was back in the 90s when, obviously, Sega Mega Drive was a big deal, but um, a speaker that I heard said, life is like a Sega Mega Drive, right? You go through levels and stages to get to the next one, right? So every stage has like a certain amount of levels. You complete those levels, you get to the next stage. And life is like that. And the things that I share are helping you get through different levels of your life so that you can get to the next stage, right? You can do this, right? doesn't matter whether you're a man, woman, child, whatever it is, okay? You can do it. doesn't matter what you want to do, right? You might be a woman who's interested in in jobs that are more male dominated go for it get in there give it a go give it everything you've got if that's the thing that interests you by all means go for it you could be a guy who's more interested in a more female dominated sort of um, job right just go for it it doesn't matter what anyone thinks right what matters is what you think and how you see yourself don't let other people stop you from achieving your goals and your dreams. Okay, you can do this. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening and I'll chat to you soon. All right, bye for now.